Hello, 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 everyone. Welcome to episode two of ActorCast. Today we have my very good friend Ryan Kessler joining us on the show. He is an actor, an acting coach, and a wealth of knowledge. But before we dive into this episode, please head over to ActorCast.fm to learn about all the greatness that is to come with the ActorCast. There you could sign up for our newsletter where you will receive upcoming information on guests, showcases, and many other things, many other great things. So be sure to head over to ActorCast.fm, sign up for our newsletter. Also, if you would like to listen to exclusive content, go to ActorCast.fm and click our membership page where you will be able to sign up to be an exclusive premium member of ActorCast. With being a premium member, you get access to bonus episodes as well as a variety of other exclusive content. So if you really like what you're listening to and you want to listen to more, then go to ActorCast.fm at the membership page. So this episode with Ryan is simply wonderful. I had the opportunity to interview Ryan on my other podcast, Relate with Patrick McAndrew, and in this episode, we talk about a variety of different things when it comes to agents, managers, acting techniques, really the main thing that actors need to be focused on when pursuing their careers. So for you listeners out there who are actors, who are looking to pursue acting as a profession, this is the episode for you. You'll definitely want to tune in very closely into what Ryan has to say. He's coming from years of experience within the industry. He is an excellent actor as well as an excellent acting coach, which I've had the opportunity to take a class with him before. So you definitely have a lot of great information coming at you today. If you think this episode will resonate with someone who you know, perhaps it is a fellow artist, a fellow actor, please send them over to the ActorCast to listen to this episode with Ryan. Ryan did an amazing job answering all of your questions in this episode. And so if you have someone who is interested, make sure that they tune in and perhaps they could then submit questions to future episodes of the ActorCast, which you could do at your friends at ActorCast. FM. So enough of me talking, let's get to the episode. Welcome to the Actor Cast. Today we have a very special guest joining us. His name is Ryan Kessler. He is an actor and acting coach in New York City. Ryan, thanks so much for joining us on Actor Cast today. Thank you for having me. I'm very excited to have you here. We had the opportunity, I guess this it was about 
almost three years ago now, yeah. uh, over two years, where we were in a show together, a production of the Scottish play. Right. And I was uh, very inspired by the way that you worked. Then I also had the opportunity to take an acting class with you. Yeah. So uh, when time came around that I created this podcast, Actor Cast, I also had you on my other podcast, Relate, as well. Yeah. And uh, so as I created this one, I was like, oh, man, I got to have Ryan Kessler back on the show. So, so thank you so much for being here. Yeah, no, thank you. Thank you for having me in any time. For our listeners out there, as all of you know, you have submitted questions for Ryan to really... I guess, answer your curiosities when it comes to the acting profession. Ryan has been working in this field for many, many years now and has had the opportunity to both work in, in television, film, on stage. And so he is a breadth of knowledge when it comes to the acting profession. So Ryan, I think we will just start off with our very first question for, for uh, the actor cast. This first question is, what was your process like when getting an agent? What would you advise actors to do when they have worked a good deal and feel they are ready for that next step of getting an agent? So my, my first, I had a manager first and the manager saw me at a film, go to a film festival, a short film. Um, and the manager saw me in that and contacted me through that. Um, eventually that manager and I had, you know, broke up, <laughs> um, for lack of a better phrase. Uh, so my, my process in terms of like getting a manager or an agent was, was through the work. And I found that for a lot of actors, that's, it's the, it's the best way for it to happen because it's somebody seeing what you do and then inviting you in. Now, that answer sucks for a lot of actors. <laughs> like I'm hustling, I'm doing short films, I'm doing non-union work, I'm doing you know, the, the plays that don't pay any money. I just want an agent so I can take my career to the next level. And I hear you, I do. Um, so there's, there's other ways obviously to, to go about it. I don't really think mailings work. Mailings are sort of like an old school thing to do. And at this point, everything's so electronic and the, the pace of the industry is so fast that um, I honestly don't think it works. Maybe it does for other act. I don't know. Um, you know, one thing that you can do is once you have that <laughs> siren. That New York City sounds. Yeah. Um, let that pass. <laughs> You'd think the in-home studio would be more. more <laughs> it's not. Um, one thing that you can can do is, you know, the networking events. If if you have if you have some work behind you, if you have a demo reel, if you have a website, um, if you've if you've got the training down, you've trained for a couple of years, um, you can go to the networking events and maybe find somebody through that. But I really do think the best thing for every actor to do is stay in class, and and do all those smaller projects because sooner or later somebody is going to see you in something. And if it's not an agent and it's not, you know, a casting director, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be another writer. It's going to be another director who's offering you your next job. So just keep doing the work. And, and I know that's not, you know, 
it's not a concrete answer, but this is not a concrete field. Yeah. I, I say to actors that I work with all the time, you, you control absolutely nothing outside of your craft. So you, the thing that you should be focused on is, is, is being the best actor that you can be and really taking, taking your craft seriously. And eventually things do fall into place. They really do. But for most of the actors that have representation that I know, the, the way that the best relationships that they've had is somebody saw them in something. And then maybe, you know, it's a referral. You have a friend who has an agent and you say, hey, can, I, can you get, him, get me a meeting? Or you know a casting director that really likes you. Yeah, it's, it's I, I wish I had, and I'm sure there are others with better answers than I have, but that's my answer. <laughs> No, I, th I think you, you bring up a really good point though, Ryan, that I think it's very easy for a lot of actors to want to rush the process and like for good reason too, it's a very tough profession and everyone just is always looking to get to the next level. And I think that when it comes to really the next professional level, when it comes to this acting profession, a lot of times people see that as getting an agent, getting a manager, perhaps joining the union as well, which comes eventually. And yeah. so that tends to be where the focus is at. But I think you make a, a lot of good points in saying that the, the real focus should be on the work. Because yeah. if you are investing yourself into working on your craft and either participating in non-union work or unplayed, un unpaid plays or mm -hmm. short films, student films, as you were mentioning before, eventually over time that adds up. And yes, that could definitely take time. And so it is really a process. And I think that it's important for a lot of actors to keep that in mind, that this does take time, that it is a process. And so I, I really love what you're saying because I think at the heart of it is uh, it's about relationships, not only about relationships, but also the value of your work too. You, someone sees you in something, as you mentioned, and they're like, oh, wow, something about that actor has really interested me. And it's a combination of that and then also building those relationships over time. Yeah, relationships are huge. And you build those relationships through, through just being good at your job. You're great at your job and being professional. And then that attracts people. And that's a, and it's a hard thing to do because it is a hard thing to um, internalize too, because the idea that there's no magic bullet, that there's no like clear path. That's a very hard, because for other professions, I think there, there is a clear path or a clearer path. And for this is, you know, what I'm basically saying right now is act, right? <laughs> go to class and do as many projects as you can, as, as many as your life allows you to do. You know, for a new actor hearing that, that is, a, that is, that is terrible advice, right? <laughs> it's sit there and go, well, what? There isn't like, I, there isn't like a, a way of like, you know, getting an agent that's a little bit more concrete than that. And I don't know. I mean, there might be, there might be somebody out there that's, that's, you know, better at, marketing and positioning yourself on social media whatever you want to call it but at the end of the day you have to have the goods 
and you have to be able to deliver those goods because getting an agent is just like one step. You get that agent and there's even more work that comes after that. So if you're not able to really handle the work, meaning, you know, on a Tuesday, they send you uh, 15 pages of text that you have to know for a Wednesday audition or a Thursday audition. Like if you can't handle that, then you need to go back to class. Yeah. Wow. Because it, the work really, I mean, getting an agent is really just another, it's another chapter in sort of this endless book. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, it really, yeah, I love it. It is an endless book. That is absolutely true. Twists yeah. and turns. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and this actually, a lot of what we we're saying leads me nicely to the next question. And I'd love if, if you don't mind sharing your, your experience, although of course no need to use any names or anything like that. But one of our next questions is, is it worth it having a manager? And I think there's a, a lot of conversations around this with regards to, okay, yes, I need an agent. Do I need a manager? Sometimes there's even confusion for actors among the differences between those two. So I'm wondering if you could speak to your experiences, both having a manager, maybe describe the differences a little bit, and maybe just provide some insight into, okay, what is, okay, we have the process of, you know, getting an agent, but how is that different from a manager? Yeah, it's a great question. So first of all, it depends on the manager and it depends on the agent. If you've got somebody who thinks you're amazing and is willing to pick up the phone for you and hustle for you, and you're, you're still just in the beginning stages of your career, that's great. That's what you want. But in terms of like the actual technical difference, I guess like the best way to put it is an agent, uh, an agent ha usually has a larger roster of actors. Um, they're looking to place actors into the jobs that are presented to them through breakdowns. So they're not necessarily looking after your career in the long term. They're looking to fill as many jobs as they can, but as many auditions as they can. You know, they take 10%. And a manager is supposed to look after your entire career and think about what's the best strategy for you. Should you be in New York? Should you be in LA? You know, they, they tend to, to handle more of not just the job, but kind of everything that goes into it, you know? But again, like there's, I, I don't think it's so black and white anymore. I think agents and managers have a lot of overlap now. So you, the best thing that you can do is if you have somebody interested in you is look them up, see who's on their roster. IMDB pro, you can go on and, and check out an agent or a manager's roster and, and see who they have. See if there's anybody like you on that roster already as much as you can tell. And then, you know, try it out, maybe freelance for a while and see where it goes. But if, if they're getting you in the door and you're in the beginning stages of your career, then that's a good thing. And it's not, it's not a forever thing. You know, you can get out of contracts. You can leave. Managers do have stickier contracts. I've heard some stories where their contracts can be pretty, pretty tough to get out of. So just be careful with that. And, you know, if you get a contract, read it. You know a lawyer, have a lawyer read it. Agents, uh, because they're, I think because they're affiliated with SAG-AFTRA, they have to be franchised. Um, they have to follow stricter rules. So, yeah. And so with that said, 
you have so many actors out there to kind of go what we were talking about earlier who are looking for an agent, looking for a manager. And then say that the day comes where they get that agent, they get that manager. What would then cause them to want to break ties with them? They have worked so hard to, to find this person, to find this, hopefully, an advocate for their career, especially, I guess, in the sense of more so a manager than an agent. Yeah. But what would cause them to create that divide and, and separate themselves from that saying, okay, hey, this isn't really working out. I'm going to, you know, either go find someone else or, you know, just kind of move on. I think it's a, I think it's a, a question of growth. If you've outgrown that relationship, you know, if, if you have an agent and they're not getting you auditions or you're auditioning very infrequently, you might need somebody else. Or if you're, you know, ready to make a jump to that next level in your career and the agent just doesn't, doesn't have that ability to help you do that, you might, you might need to look for somebody else. Also, it might be on your end. Maybe it's time for you to get back in class. Maybe it's time for you to write a project of your own. You know, it, but most of the time, I think it's a question of growth. And it can be on either end. It's not, it's not just on the actor's end. It's on the agent's end. It's, the agents can outgrow the actors that they have and want to move on. It happens all the time on a yeah. yearly basis where they drop people. So, yeah, it's both, it's both ends. And I think relationships just sometimes you outgrow one another and that's that's it it's the end of the road and i guess it's a matter of having like a a keen eye to be able to recognize that when when that time comes yeah i think so and not hanging on for too long is good i mean it's kind of like life advice in a way too like (laughs) (laughs) right right yeah but um yeah i mean i think there comes a point where uh you you outgrow your relationship with your representation. Sometimes that never happens. Maybe I, you know, there are actors who have agents for decades, but yeah, I think sometimes you do outgrow the, the relationship. Yeah. Sure. yeah. Yeah. This is, this is really good, good things to keep in mind. And it's not the end either. Like if, if you're as an actor and you, and you get dropped, it's not the end for you. It's, it just means that, you know, it's not the right person. And hopefully in that time that you've been with the agent, you've, you've grown the number of relationships and maybe you can get a referral from somebody else or whatever. Sometimes it's an opportunity to do something else. So it's not all bad. Yeah. I, I, it's good to look at it from that perspective too. One door closes, another one opens sort of thing. Yeah. And it may not be immediate, but it is down the road. And if you're in this for the long haul, it'll happen. Yeah. Well, this, this ties in nextly, ni- nicely to my next question. And I think in some ways you, you kind of answered this already, but maybe we could dive into it in a little more detail. But this next question is, how do you believe, or oh, what do you believe is the most important skill that actors should work on? <laughs> uh, depends on the actor, right? Like it's not a, it's not a, every actor has their strengths and their weaknesses. And it's, it's really just, if, if you have a weakness, you have to, you have to work on it. But, and I, uh, guess, I guess to go off of that, how can actors recognize their weaknesses? That's a better question. Because oftentimes actors don't see their weaknesses. 
because you know there's so much sometimes the craft feels like it's so much uh there's there's it's complex in a lot of ways and i think really good teachers are able to sort of like simplify it in a way that makes sense um so oftentimes actors don't know what the weakness is to speak generally i think the biggest biggest weakness i see with actors is their ability to really analyze a script and break it down because that's something that takes time and it's something that it's it sometimes feels like acting 101 script analysis but it's a really important skill you know especially when the writing isn't great because oftentimes as actors we might get writing that's kind of like mediocre and we have to find a way to elevate it and i think that's where script analysis and really the entire craft of acting can can help elevate bad writing but yeah to me i think the thing that i see most often is is breaking down a script and even actors that are extraordinarily talented learning to do that is 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 a real skill well i imagine too it's something that like anything in this world it's a matter of practice and the more that you practice doing it the more you develop the skill set to be able to analyze it more in depth and and really in a better way over time i mean yeah and and the more that you you read scripts too you you see the patterns and you understand there's there are certain character arcs that are evident in every every story and that all feeds into your acting it makes you a better actor yeah i guess i guess the short answer is is script analysis and breaking down the script I think something for for all of us always to to be keeping in mind when uh, portraying characters. So you know, we're we're talking about the the skill that that actors should really work on. We're talking about really uh, script analysis, analyzing like what's going on. And I think that sometimes actors are in this mentality of like, okay, there's so many different acting techniques out there. There are so many different ways to go about analyzing a character and portraying or acting out a character. And so this question is, uh, what are your thoughts on the different acting techniques from Adler to Meisner to Strausberg and of course to Stanislavski? What, What are your thoughts on these, the similarities between these, the differences, and I guess your opinion of them as well. They all have something wonderful to say. That's first off, I'm not going to sit here and like be one of those actors who's like, well, I think Meisner is better than Stanislavski and here's why. No, they all have something better, amazing to say about the craft and they all have something that they added to it. And I think, you know, they provide you with tools for the job. For me, it all starts with Stanislavski. And then, you know, you've, you've got little branches that break off from that, like Stella Adler, Strasburg, Uta Hagen. And then, you know, you've got, to me, like two other acting teachers, like um, well, Meisner and even, even Chekhov, who, you know, utilize imagination and being present and listening in a way that maybe Stanislavski didn't. But at the end of the day, like these are tools for the job. And as a teacher, I think my job is, is to synthesize all these ideas and concepts and communicate it to my students in a way that they can use it. So 
I don't really think one is better than the other. I think they all offer something for the actor in terms of understanding that these are tools and, and we use them to build characters. We're telling stories and they all have wonderful, wonderful things to say. Yeah, I really like this a lot. I think that all of these teachers out there, to, to go off what you said in the beginning too, I think there are some people out there who I guess hold up their noses to different techniques but I think that at the end of the day, you can really learn something from each of these different teachers in the past, yeah. teachers in the, in the present as well. I think it's always great for actors to be able to, to experiment with different training, to yeah, you know, take a scene study class, but then also take clowning or, or improv or, or whatever it may be. You're just adding to your, your instrument, your repertoire, whatever you want to call it, you know, Alexander technique is wonderful for opening up the body. Linklater is wonderful for opening up the voice. Those all, you know, fit together with all these other disciplines. Improvisation, like it, it all just adds to, to you being able to share your uniqueness with the world. You being able to share your voice with the world. So, and yeah, for some actors, there, there are teachers they click better with. There are methods they click better with. Pay attention to that lean into it. This isn't a one size fits all type of thing. Yeah. We are yeah. all very, very different, very different people. Well, I, I really love how you use the analogy of the toolkit. I think this, this really provides a great visual for the actor that every class that you take, whether, or every acting technique that you learn, every skill set that you develop, it's yeah. just an added tool to your toolkit. And you'll never know what, with what project you're working on, whether play, a television show, or film, what tool you'll need to use. And yeah. so it's great when you have this very uh, elaborate toolkit where you could pull many different tools to, to fix whatever problem that you're working on. So I think that's, that's a really good way of sort of visualizing the, the training process that comes with being an actor. And it does take time. And you do have to become a master at those tools, or at least a few. So, you know, the, the thing that I, I always want to say to actors, especially young actors, is be kind to yourself and be patient with yourself. Because this is, it's, it's, it's a marathon. And you don't know when it's going to happen for you. You don't know when it's all going to fall into place in terms of artistically, professionally. So be kind and patient with yourself. And enjoy it. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's, that's a very important thing to remember, I think. Well, if, if you're not feeling passionate about this, it, don't do it, you know? Or take a break. There are actors, there are directors, there are so many artists who, you know, this, this, because it is so unfair and so cruel, they take a break. And they do something else and they live life experience is really important when you're an artist. <laughs> right. Uh, it's important. It's important for actors to remember that though. Like it's so simple, but it makes so much sense that I, I think that it's important for, for actors and even, even just artists, writers and, and, and directors as well to have lives outside of the profession. Lives and also recognize that there are obstacles that are difficult to overcome 
and that your circumstances at certain points during your life may prevent you from doing everything that you want to do. Right, right. And that's okay. Uh, so often we hear that you have to like break through this obstacle. You have to hop over it. You know, you don't deserve a, a career unless you're running your head through a wall to get to where you want to go. And frankly, I think that's bullshit because there are going, there are going to be things that happen in your life where, you know, you might have to take a break or you might, yeah, you might have to take a break. And there are things that are usually out of your control and it's okay because you can always come back to it. Or you can always, you know, if you're operating at level 10 ambition and it drops down to a five, well, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe you needed that. You know, maybe you needed to live a fuller life. And for so many of this, this, this pandemic has presented a real obstacle, right? Yeah. We, we aren't able to perform the way that we've used to perform. And we've had to find different ways to do that. Yeah, it definitely puts things in perspective and really allows us to analyze our lives, analyze the, the profession and really just the entertainment world in general, because especially more so than a lot of other industries, though obviously a lot of industries have been affected, but I, I would say the entertainment industry has been hit very hard by the pandemic. And so, yeah, it's definitely this time of reflection with regards to, okay, what is, I guess, what is, what is the part that I'm playing in this world? It's a great way to put it. What is the part that I'm playing? And if I can't play that part right now, what can I do to either prepare myself to play the part later on or to feel whole? And that's a really hard thing to do right now for a lot of people because there are, there are actors, there are costumers, there are makeup people, there are set designers, lighting designers, grips. Uh, well, yeah, film and television is, is slightly back, I guess. But there's so many people in this industry where their identity is, is what they do, you know, is their art. And to not have that right now is, is really painful. So again, be kind and be patient to yourself with yourself because this this will end and we'll all come out and it'll be like spring oh yeah and it'll be and it'll be great or it'll it'll be okay it'll be but it'll, it'll be, it will be it will be better it will be better, be better what i'm saying yes i don't know what hope at least yeah. i don't know what it's going to be like but um I, I think the main thing to recognize in your life and also as as an actor is what are your given circumstances right the circumstances that you're under really influence how you behave and how you view the world. And in this case, the circumstances are, you know, we're in this pandemic where we can't be around people. So we can't do or, or feel like what we normally do and feel like, if that makes any sense. Yeah, no, absolutely. That's a really difficult thing. So as, a, as, as someone pursuing acting as a career or as somebody who is a working actor, what does that mean for you? And how do you, how do you balance that? I don't want to say overcome because that makes it sound like we're, you know, again, charging through a wall head first. Yeah. Jumping over it, which is just silly to me. So how do we balance that is my question. And it could, you know, it could be writing, writing your own screenplay. It could just be spending more time with the people that you live with and strengthening those relationships 
you'll use that later on. Trust me. <laughs> um, uh, it could be, you know, um, it could, it could be taking a class that you've never taken or, or going back to a class that you used to love and revisiting the, you know, those things that, um, maybe you haven't done in a while. And what I tell my students is to, to figure out ways to balance all of what's going on right now. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, I think you actually just answered the next question in, in a way, in a way that this next, this next question was, how do you believe actors can create a sustainable career? <laughs> so you basically just like took, you know, basically just answered the question, but maybe you could, you know, elaborate that on that more specifically. Sustainable is really hard. Uh, and it, it, to be honest, again, it goes back to how good are you at your job? If you're great at your job, you're going to attract others that want you to work or want you to be in their projects, right? Like that, that's kind of my rule of thumb. But at the same time, you know, acting careers are like a roller coaster. You're going to have times where you're really, really busy and you're going to have times where nobody cares. And that's not a reflection usually of you. Uh, it's just how it is. So in terms of sustainability, I, th I think it's just, it's, it's that thing of continuing to learn and grow as an actor, as an artist, and as a, as a person. And, you know, fingers crossed the work falls in place. Keeping those relationships alive, keeping them strong, because I, I know I feel like I keep saying this, but we don't have control over our careers generally. We have some, maybe a little bit, but yeah, it, the industry is, is going to do with you what it wants to do with you. So if you're in this, just keep growing, growing your craft, because that's the thing that you do control. Yeah, and I think at the heart of what you're saying too is that it's to focus on what you, you can control is that, you know, f focus on the, the craft of acting, focus on the relationships that you can build over time. Because I think that sometimes, as you just said, I think sometimes that hits people hard that you don't have any control of how the industry is going to use you essentially, that it's really up to the industry with regards to what your role is going to be in this world. And I think sometimes that could actors hard but it's absolutely okay. true i I, th I think that 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 actors need to learn that because i think sometimes it's e easy to forget that i think especially when when students are coming right out of school and say they were the lead in every show that they they performed in and then when they're uh, you know in this huge big bad world <laughs> it's it's you know sometimes sometimes easy to forget that that oh okay i'm i'm not completely in control of what i get cast in but what i can control is how professional i am how i guess developed i am in the the craft of acting and then also what the energy that i'm bringing to the table when i'm you know connecting with these new people within the industry sure. yeah definitely it's a, uh, and again, just to go back to that idea of relationships and how that plays into your career. If, if you're building really strong relationships with people and you need help, they'll help you, right? 
I love helping people. <laughs> I do. And, but I, I love helping people that I think are ready for them, what they're asking for too. Like there's kind of a, I don't know, a yin and yang to that, I guess. If right. I'm using that correctly, I don't even know. But yeah, uh, if you're, for example, if you're in a theater group and you're, let's just go back to your agent drops you and you're in a theater group, you're in a, in a, in a group who sits weekly and just reads plays. And three of those actors in that group have agents. Those are three people you can ask for referrals, right? And you don't have to go through this whole mental agony of who can help me, who can help me, who can help me? Because you got right. three people right there. And if you've been building relationships the entire time, maybe there's a casting director you can reach out to. So building relationships is so important. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I think to, to, to go back on what you're saying before is like, bringing, making sure that it's a mutually beneficial relationship too. So it's not just, you know, you meet someone once and then you're like, Oh, can you, can you help me out? Like, Oh, I need an agent. I need an agent. You I mean, know? It's, not, it's not like a, um, it's, yeah. I'm not, I'm not saying like build relationships just for the sake of building relationships. <laughs> right. I'm right. Like, you know, this isn't like a, you know, a networking event for, you know, people who are getting their MBAs and want to like ride to the top of some <laughs> I, I mean, like, honest friendships, you know, yeah. colleagues, people who you, you know, take class with, who you, it, it, it goes beyond just, I'm friends with you because you can do something for me. That's actually pretty <laughs> Yeah, that's so sad. <laughs> I mean, like, people who you, who you work with and you enjoy working with and, and you love working with. And they love yeah. working with you. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not a... Let me construct a social network for myself so when I need something, I can reach out and kick it off the branch. Right, right. And I, I, think, I think it's important for, for actors to know that it's like, and, and you know, this is a big reason why I had you on my other podcast as well, which is like about the importance of, of meaningful connections and relationships, yeah. especially in the day and age where we're living in, where it's like, you know, where everyone's talking about on social media, the importance of, of connecting with casting directors or agencies and things like that, which in some ways is, is valid, but it's how, it's how you go about it uh, is it's, you know, you're, you want to create relationships that are meaningful, that, yeah. that fulfill you outside of any sort of transactional thing that may or may not happen from it. Yeah. Exactly. It's not, don't approach it as quid pro quo. Yes. Yes. I'll scratch yours. Approach it as, as building relationships that are friendships or, or at least like colleagues. Um, I think those are the best ones. And I think it's something that we've really gotten away from, particularly now. Yeah. Um, And I know I'm, I'm as I'm, I haven't kept in touch with people like I've wanted to keep in touch with them during this time. It's, it's been, difficult to do that yeah i i do think you know if you're building relationships it's not it's not about what can you do for me it's about the enjoyment of collaboration yeah and well to go back to what we were talking about earlier about the the process about it being sometimes actors are impatient when it comes to the process when it comes to enjoying the process and at least i found that the the relationships i've built during my time in this world it's i guess specifically in the entertainment world not like since i was a baby but like you know 
the, the relationships I've built have allowed me to enjoy the process much more. And, and, and to be able to, to talk with, with fellow artists uh, about their experiences, about work that they're passionate about as well. Like it makes, it makes the process much more deep and, and fruitful and, and, yeah. and, and enjoyable. Yeah, absolutely. Just talking to another actor about a movie that they've seen is, that's a connection. And it's, uh, it's, it's something to really hold on to, I think. Yeah. yeah. And I think, you know, this pandemic makes you realize how, uh, how vital that, that all is when it's not there anymore or it's there in a different way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. So, Ryan, I cannot thank you enough for joining me on the ActorCast today. This has been thank great. And it, it's been wonderful. I'm sure all, all those listeners tuning in have learned a lot in this episode. And uh, hopefully also learn, learn something new that they'll be able to implement into their careers as they embark on this long process that we keep discussing. It's, yeah. I, think, I think a lot of it, to go back on what we were saying, is a matter of perspective. And if our listeners and, and fellow artists tuning in could really approach this with an enjoyable spirit, then yeah. I think then I think it makes the 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 whole the whole thing the whole journey much more appetizing than if if you're not approaching it that way. For sure. So, where can our listeners find out more about you and your work, the the classes that you're teaching? Where uh, can I guess our listeners find out more uh, yeah. about all the great things you're up to? I guess uh, I guess on my website that usually has the most amount of information. So my website or uh, the Facebook page, uh, I don't have a video right now that you can go to. So, <laughs> and I don't want you visiting me at home. So um, no, my, no. Uh, yeah. So yeah, my website or Facebook page that usually has all the information you need uh, in terms of contact me, um, email me, ask me questions, and I'm, I'm always happy to help. Uh, Great. I'll make sure to include the links to those in the show notes. So listeners out there, just scroll in the show notes, click those links provided. Yeah. Highly recommend checking them out. Because nobody has a pen and paper on them, let's face it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, everybody write, write this down right now. No, I'm not going to make it easy. But... No, I guess I, I try to make it easy for them. Uh, so, but Ryan, I, I really appreciate you taking the time. It's been great chatting with you. It's, it's always great chatting with you, always uh, learning from you as well as a, as a fellow actor. And, and yeah, I'm, I'm very excited just to see what, what comes for you in the new year as well as things start to open up and, you know, hopefully things turn around for the better come 2021. I, I, I look forward to the end of all this uh, and the beginning, and new beginnings, I guess. Um, but yeah, thank you for having me on. It's, it's always uh, so much fun to to talk with you and hash it out. Thank you so much for listening to this Q&A episode with Ryan Kessler. I highly recommend you checking out his work. You can visit his website at ryan-kessler.com and also be sure to check out his Facebook page at RK Acting. A lot of great material in there that I definitely recommend checking out. 
Be sure to head over to ActorCast.fm to find out all the latest and greatest information going on with ActorCast. You could sign up for our newsletter and also sign up to become a premium member of the ActorCast community. Follow us on Instagram at ActorCast.fm. And if you have questions for upcoming artists, you would love to gain their insight to your personal questions. Submit your questions to your friends at ActorCast.fm. Thank you, as always, for tuning in to the ActorCast, and I will catch you all in the next episode. Go out and create! you listen to that whole song kudos to you i might just have to give you a lollipop someday yep still here ah just kidding i'll, I'll leave now